Hello and welcome to the Love Lisa podcast, where we talk about all things spiritual and self-help. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. We've got a very special guest joining us today. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say two very special guests. Two but... very special guests. Yes. Well, we have Janet. Well, Janet's right? always here. Yeah. Janet's yes, always... I'm I'm here. She's yeah. not really a guest, you know? Yeah. You're the guest. Yes. Yeah. I am the guest. Back by popular demand, hey? Yeah. Just yeah. Couldn't stay off the show? No. No. Our only guest so far, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, so today we're actually going to be talking about past lives, or another better word is parallel lives, or we'll get yeah. into that, but yeah. just for you guys to, to understand what we're talking about. But before we get into that, should we talk about kind of what's going on? Kind of some current events? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so some crazy things going on. Right now There's... in Ottawa and in Canada, the Prime Minister has invoked the Emergencies Act to mm. stop a, um, or clean up the uh the freedom convoy that's yeah I like clean up yeah um but anyway so i was thinking well what's the bigger meaning behind that and um what what is this here to show us like because it it definitely triggered me i got really upset um because i've never been in a country canada's always been a very um easygoing yeah, place yeah i think it's gonna come to this like, yeah canada <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right so and then thinking about our topic, past lives, so bringing it into um, being able to do, or people doing things the same way and not changing. They're always expecting different results, even though we keep doing things the same way. Mm. Um, I liked how you had shared with me, too. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, well, I was just thinking of sometimes, too, like, for a lot of people, this past two years have been bringing up just such a feeling of, like, unsure, unsafety, like... Uh, freedoms being torn mm-hmm. apart and and in general like I'm not speaking for everybody in Canada by any means but you know in in a certain population we've never experienced something like this um, but there's such a strong aversion and like such a strong emotion that comes up when when things like this happen um, when a feeling of unsafetyness I don't know yeah well I'm of... being triggered I go, we yeah. could, I totally could redo the triggered episode yeah. um, triggered but just but in regards to past lives right like um, what are we here to learn in this life and our triggers usually come from things that we're here to learn that we've experienced in past lives yeah. another way to look at it yeah right? this life sometimes sure but when there's certain things that are going on right now that you've never, you've never even experienced in your life yet it's still bringing out like an emotional trigger in you it's possible that that relates to something that happened in a past life yeah yeah you might not even like know why you're having that emotion too yeah yeah yeah, it could have, like, come out of the blue, right? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, Like, boom. I'm feeling angry, but why am I feeling angry about mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Or what is it about, like, that person's point of view or whatever that that really triggers something in me? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, there is a lot of craziness going on and a lot of stuff that we've never even dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely um, on that, that shift <laughs> that yeah. they keep talking about the... There's lots of cliches or, or terms like the Great Awakening. People mm-hmm. are starting to question government. We've always been um, very complacent as Canadians. Yeah, yeah Not many exactly. people go out to the polls. 
when it's time to vote, um, we just like, oh, that's okay. So maybe now also. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for people will start to take uh, ownership in what they really truly want to see happen in their country. Start to take responsibility. Yeah. Well, and start to see through like the false, like, yeah. Yeah. False image that's been portrayed for so long that we've kind of bought into. <laughs> right. The veil is lifting on that, which is so cool. Because that's a dawn of a new yeah. day. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. You can't just listen to what they tell you. You have to watch and see if they follow through with it. And discernment. Actions. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I know that's a little bit off of past <laughs> lives, but. <laughs> oh, it's just important to talk about these things too, because, you know. We're here. We're living they're it happening. right now. Yeah, yeah, they're happening. That's true. Um, so I guess we can just, we'll segue in um, to our past lives. The I guess we'll just first talk about kind of what are they? What are past lives? What are past Lisa? lives? Brian Whelan, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> Probably don't start with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think of? Yeah, what, what oh, up? sorry. What I, yeah, yeah I just, what do you think of? Wow. Um, <laughs> probably just, yeah, I don't know. Our life that you don't really remember that you mm-hmm. live before this one. Yeah. Because essentially you are like a infinite being, right? You just keep dying and living and dying and living. So mm-hmm. reincarnation again and you again. You could live again. like dozens of lives or thousands of lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened what in them? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you have to, I guess the first premise is you have to under you have to believe that you do have reincarnation because there are yeah. people out there that think that this is it this is their only life yeah um wow. i used to think that a while ago i think yeah i don't yeah. know but then it just you seems that just die. seems too like boxed in you know like mm-hmm. how could it be possible that you only live one life well we can get we'll get into concurrent <laughs> lives too and where you can you can kind of see an argument with that too where people say there's only this one life but what if your soul piece or the pe- part of the soul that's being Brian in this life is living all these other lives all right, right. now? So it is yeah. just one life. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay, yeah. Ooh. I but, like that, Jay. Yeah. Um, it it's just a piece of your soul, maybe, that is. Yeah. Because yeah. you're here to experience. So we're here to experience. So what experiences did you have in your past life that you're bringing forward into this, this life yeah. so that you can learn... Um, well, you don't have to learn it anymore. If you can remember your past lives, mm-hmm. it's all that stuff you've learned. You never have to learn it again. You've all, you just have to remember it. And then you yeah. don't have to pick that yeah. same trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I basically got just like present life. Like what you're experiencing right now is just a blip in a series of lives that, that make up your soul's identity. So you're, like you just said, your soul's identity uh, is like one thing that could be uh, multifaceted into different lifetimes and each piece makes up the entire soul's identity Mm -hmm. so the part of your life that you're living right now is just such a small blip in in the lifetime that your soul has encountered so in acknowledging past lives or in exploring that part of yourself like by just only acknowledging right now you're missing a huge part of who you are Mm mm-hmm which is really interesting when you start like thinking about, oh my God, I'm so much more than even just Lisa right now. Yeah. I'm like, I could be so many different things that yeah. make up my soul's identity. Um, yeah. It's just such a mind blowing sort of thing to think about. How well, much you've experienced. 
Yeah, and how do you access that? So there's a yeah. couple, well, Kashuk Records is one that's out there. So um, your Kashuk Records was, the Kashuk Records is something that started to be coined. That term coined was like kind of around the turn of the 1900s when Theosophical Society movement started to 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 come into fruition. That's where, um, let's see, Madame Blavatsky and... Um, uh, Alice Bailey, Rudolf Steiner, they started to talk about the Akashic Records. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's branched off the Sanskrit word, Akasha, which is something um, that's related to like the atmosphere, space, the ethers, the sky, so whatever's out there. Mm-hmm. And it's said to be a compendium of all, I'm reading a quote now, <laughs> a compendium of all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred in the past, present, or future of all entities and life forms, not just human. So, so every single every thing. Every single thing imaginable, all your emotions. Morty has an Akashic he record? He damn well does. Ah, Morty. Mm-hmm. Got an experience. looking at him. Morty's now. Lisa's but cat. Do you, mean, <laughs> do you mean that we, like, all share that, As, like... Uh, yes we like all being connected yeah that yeah. is just that database or whatever is just yeah out there for everyone oh, well the way that i picture it is kind of like there's a giant room which you could call the akashic records and then within there i i this is how i see it but i don't know is that each individual has a, its own filing cabinet yeah, yeah. so it isn't one encapsulated thing called the akashic records but your specific file is kind of still separate, separate yeah. Oh, yeah so it could be the biggest file in the thing or you could just pull the drawer out a little it depends how many lifetimes but every single thought emotion every single thing that you've ever experienced is kept there yeah yeah all and of it you can tap like you can tap into others but then you run the risk of creating yeah. like this um a karmic ripple that mm. all of a sudden you start manipulating with someone else's life mm-hmm. force or their records and you start a fall that you don't want to go down yeah. it's all about taking care of you not somebody else so yeah um, it can being... help you understand sometimes like where they're coming from but mm-hmm. it can be in the book i'm reading it says it's not recommended mm-hmm. like it's not recommended to to mess yeah. with somebody else's no probably seems for the best yeah yeah it well, just can help it's... you have a higher perspective on them maybe but you have to be very objective and it's your intention when you go into it right like mm. if you're someone who wants if your intention is oh I want to get that boyfriend. He's yeah. mine. I'm going to go figure out whatever I can like, to get him. That's manipulation. Yeah. Right? I was going to say, it seems like playing with like voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Man- manipulation for mm-hmm. your no own gain. The yeah. selfish action, which sets up the karma, which yeah. sets up all of this stuff that you have to play out to bring yourself back into balance with what harm you did to begin with. So yeah. when I look at the of the akashic records i think of them like you do i think of them more like a, a big bookshelf that i can walk yeah. to and pick off this book and look at it and then cool. if i have a question i'll sometimes do it that way yeah yeah and and, and as we kind of mentioned before like the idea of working with past lives or even like going into your akashic records like the idea is that like sometimes just acknowledging a past version of yourself which technically isn't even past it could be present but just a version of yourself that has already existed that maybe already learned something can be deeply cathartic to your present self Mm -hmm. so uh when you go back and you 
figure out that you died in, in a war, like super tragically, um, you know, acknowledging that that even happened or that that existed could heal something in the present yeah. that is, changes your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what are you drawn to in this life? Those are usually yeah. your kind of your keys that kind of open a bit of a door to, to things you've learned in the past. Mm. What, what made you happy? Things like that too. Yeah. So I'm trying to think you were, you were mentioning before the show that you're like, affinity for music feels deeper than than this lifetime yeah sorry than this t- lifetime like mm-hmm. the, in this lifetime oh in this lifetime yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i've just always had a deep connection with music and i don't know where it stemmed from but it just yeah it's always spoke to me mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say the faster the better <laughs> but, <laughs> metal, but yeah yeah no i just yeah I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that's just... Yeah. yeah. Well, you said always, that you felt like you might be a musician or something. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just always been inside me one way or another. Mm-hmm. Or been a part of me. Yeah. Yeah. I know in, in this lifetime, something that I experienced that I never really even put together was probably not from this life. Um, ever since, like, I honestly, my earliest memories, I have dreamed about being pregnant. Not even just a mom, like, the pregnancy part has always been so strong in my life. Uh, like, honestly, as long as, as young as I can remember, and then through my teens and my early 20s, I used to have this, like, deep, dark fear that I could not get pregnant. Like, I would worry about it so much more than any... Like, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't yeah. even trying to get pregnant. It wasn't really on the radar, but I used to chronically worry, what if I can't get pregnant? What if I'm not able to get pregnant? Like, I used to worry about that constantly. And I'm kind of delving into that now, now that I understand that you carry, you can carry certain traumas from your past life into this. I really do think that just previously in the lifetime before that I did struggle with, with infertility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like it was almost like a timeline. It had nothing to do with being a mother. I've always wanted to be a mother, but this was purely yeah. pregnancy, worried I couldn't get pregnant. And there was nothing in my life that has ever led me I never had a doctor tell me anything on your fallopian tubes. Like, nothing, (laughs) ever. I just made this up, sort of. Like, Mm -hmm. that I might not be able to have kids. And, um, yeah, I truly think... I know, look at me now. (laughs) But, yeah, I always thought that was interesting. Good job, Brian. Yeah, shout out to Brian. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have anything like that? Um... Well, just when I started to delve more, I always was really curious about it. Mm. Um, so I started looking up information, found meditations that would help me go into it. But I always had certain draw, like attracted to certain subjects as a younger kid and, and through yeah. high school. Just And I didn't understand it because it wasn't something that my parents ever did or um, was even celebrated in our house. Mm. So... I just would keep it quiet. And then when I started to do meditations around uncovering past lives, a couple of the big ones that showed up that I started to think about also concurrent lives, like things happening at the same time, um, very drawn to the Egyptians time when uh, I was 13. And then when I was like much older, when I started to do the meditation and remember this life, I was drawn back to being a 13-year-old boy in 
uh, the time when they were building one of the pyramids. Wow. So you're saying, though, that because you experienced it at 13, like oftentimes the, the, the time that it comes to you is the time that you experience that in your past life. That's cool. exactly it, yeah. yeah. So in when I was 13, I was very drawn to Egyptian culture. Hieroglyphics just fascinated me. But it went away. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I was like, I would say 28 or 29 when I started to look into past lives more. And that was one of the lives that came up and was shown to me. And then there was other stuff later on too that um, just shows me that um, I had a bit of a, when I was in my late teens, well, yeah, mid to late teens, I think maybe I was 16 or 17, I went through a an emotional crisis. Teenagers mm-hmm. tend to do that. <laughs> but I ended up taking a bit too many uh, pills. Yeah. Didn't need to go in and get my stomach pumped, but I did not understand why I needed to do that. Yeah. And the past life that was shown to me, I was a, uh, a teenage woman who contracted smallpox and died. Uh, around at that time. That time. Yeah. So I was like, mm. okay, so there's something to this concurrent life past Past yes, life. that you experience it at the same age is really when fascinating. It, yeah, so those are clues, too, for me to find out what I need to work on in this life so that I don't have to repeat those patterns mm-hmm. anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. Or like what you were saying earlier, that um, acknowledging that past life. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. that, that girl that I experienced in that life, I was actually pretty sad that she was going so yeah. soon because she was... Right betrothed to someone and she was really excited about the she wasn't going to get married right away but she knew who she was going to marry and um yeah so it was yeah it was really interesting I've had a few more where um I understand a lot more about why I picked this life why I have um some of the experiences I've gone through what they were here to show me um yeah, it's it's fascinating when you start working on yourself. Totally. I mean, I, I haven't personally, like, actually, like, done a past life regression, but I've had a few inklings, especially that has come up since I've met, like, Brian and ha- I've been in, in a relationship with you. Like, I've had just the strongest feeling that our previous lifetime was together. And yeah. I see us in, like, the 1970s. Like, it, I feel like it ended in the 1970s. And a lot of things that have come through. And I, I honestly, like, because the thing is, is sometimes you don't even have proof. And you'll never have proof. No. But it's about trusting, like, what's come up yeah, and what visions. intuition, right? Yes. And I have this whole kind of thing that um, we struggled with infertility or something like that happened. And um, I remember a couple years ago, um, maybe two years ago, I got this, like, overwhelming feeling that you weren't going to come home from work one night. And it was snow. It was so, it was so <laughs> surreal. Like you died. Yeah, I was and just going to ask if I died. But you then... died. And it wasn't just like a worry. It was like I got overwhelmed and I saw this whole thing where you never came home and I never saw you again. And you just tragically like just disappeared. And I'm pretty sure that it, it that I killed myself because of it. Like, because it's making me cry right now, (laughs) but like you died and then I had no reason to live because I couldn't even have kids. And then I ended up, and I think the, again, like I don't have proof for this, but, um, I find it really fascinating that your brother was a twin. And I often think about when people kill themselves, sometimes they have to go through like 
a really long period of like in the afterlife, mm-hmm. like go yeah. through things a lot. You you review everything. Yes. Yeah. And I think that you came in with your brother, but I wasn't ready to come back. Like again, if we were saying we're supposed to live this life together right now. Um, and then you came a couple times with your mom too, I think. Like with um because she had a couple miscarried. Uh, yeah, she had a couple miscarriages and then finally in nineteen ninety one I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> and then you came in and then we shared these like our parallel lives. Like there's something there too. I don't That's know what true. that means. Yeah, but... I didn't even connect those dots. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just how our families are like mirror images of each other. Yeah. It's freaky, like same age group, same everything, mm-hmm. same trajectory, same dent in our forehead. <laughs> like Yeah. yeah. Um but that's really all I've gotten, and it's only since I met you that I've even thought about, like, the possibility of having a past life and just knowing, like, it was with you somehow. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. We'll so you're saying again. just knowing me is making you a better person? <laughs> well, that. But that was separate <laughs> of the comment. You just wanted to hear that. Yeah. I, uh, For the record. You definitely made me a better person. Um we've made each other better people but anyway um no I just uh it's like going with you along these stages of life has unlocked certain things and memories that I've needed to acknowledge yeah it's kind of what I was thinking yeah just makes you remember yeah yeah I have yeah, I'm still hung up on this Egyptian thing though because okay. that's still, <laughs> okay. that's still so cool. Because I don't know, I love Egyptology and everything, but like, what? So, how did you did you see like your old past life through this 13 year old boy's eyes, or like, yeah. do you see it while you're like dreaming, or how's it? Yeah, work? Um, yeah, it's basically like using your inner sight. So making it trusting that the pictures that you see inside your head are telling you something. Yeah. So when I regress to this um, particular life, the the, oh, the the guy that I followed at that time, his name's Brian Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, and he does a lot of past life. He's a, um, a hypnotherapist, name, yeah. I think, um, and started regressing his patients, and they ended up going into past lives, and he yeah. didn't explain it. He never believed it before, but now he's written books about it. And I, so I, I ran across, came across some of his stuff and I bought one of his CDs and did some of his meditations wanting to understand because I was probably starting to go through that whole, I don't know why I'm here, mm-hmm. um, and not understanding. So when I came up with the, um, being in the boy, um, a 13 year old boy, all I knew was that I was in, I didn't see the whole life. I knew that I was a 13 year old boy that my dad was one of the architects of the, of, of the my dad or... in, no, my dad in that oh. life yeah. was an architect on a pyramid. He was one of, one of the, the main guys. He wasn't, um, a worker or anything. He was building it. He was in charge of the build and I was on my way to see him. And I remember walking in sand to go see him, mm. but that was all I got. And yeah. then, then that's when I remembered my fascination when I was 13 about Egypt. Yeah. Well, and then it kind of closed that, that chapter for me. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it fair to say too, though, that like sometimes with these little blips is, is you don't even have to see much. You don't even have to hear much. It's just this feeling and this knowing, and it all comes within mm-hmm. like five seconds. Like it doesn't have to be this 
two hour like lucid dream about your whole past life it's yeah. just like a moment and you just know yeah it's really interesting yeah because it is like it the the Sometimes image it just comes to you. yeah the image that i was shown was very limited yeah like mm -hmm. i i'm like looking at my feet i'm walking through sand and i know all this stuff yeah, yeah. that is it that's all it takes that's it's all it takes a little like snippet and you just know but yeah sorry so like mm -hmm. to first do it you meditate on it to mm -hmm. Yeah. See it. yeah 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 so you can like it helps with those kinds of aids where you have someone who can guide you yeah, through meditation yeah um i've also done it through hypnotherapy before too yeah. other lives have come up um but you want to work with a qualified hypnotherapist that knows how to work with things because i've gone with another one at one point too where it wasn't quite it was a little more um unsettling mm. and she didn't quite know how to handle it so yeah um, i just always like expect the worst in those situations <laughs> that you're gonna like encounter a demon or something and you're like mm. sleep paralysis like hypnotized yeah, you, you know some fear there, though. <laughs> yeah but hypnotherapy is actually like the deepest form of like meditation no i know i believe in it like I, yeah, yeah i've always been interested in it but i'm just saying if you got somebody that didn't really know what they were doing just, yeah like, well, expect the yeah. worst to come out for some reason well yeah, you fair. you you definitely want to do your research you want to be, that person has to be very um have a lot of integrity and if they if they happen to say something because you are wide open, right? Yeah. Like you are wide yeah, they can open. They can they can plant all kinds yeah. of stuff mm. into you. Um and I had a like a situation with this particular one. Um she wanted to say that nobody else could hypnotize me but her. And I remember in my hypnotic state going, What? yeah why would yeah. you say something what like that? <laughs> so weird so that that session didn't go so that's well that's a red flag yeah, yeah. but anyway so you will it, only come to me for so, business <laughs> right so you can you can uncover your past lives through a qualified yeah. hypnotherapist yeah. you can use meditation cds and just let your brain or let mm. your just let your vision go like don't even question what you're being shown and then when it's over make some notes see what sits because sometimes you'll know if it's you're making shit up yeah you, you just you just know mm -hmm. um and the more you do it the more you start to trust yourself because mm -hmm. i used to question every single thing i saw with my third eye like oh did i imagine that and then you just learn to to trust and mm -hmm. you know yeah, you start to understand how your body tell, gives you those signals. Mm -hmm. It's all about what's on the inside that yeah. tells you. Yeah. Um, the only experience I have with hypnotherapy, I did a little bit of hypnotherapy to work on my subconscious, but he was able actually to get me. I didn't go to a past life, but I went into the womb, which yeah. was wild. Yeah. And there was like, it was there was yelling and it was loud and it was kind of dramatic, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, too. like it was cool to go, Sorry, to go back. Sorry, I should no, I mean, I'm you just laughing. think it'd be all like peaceful yeah yeah and it, well, it wasn't and and also i was a, i also had a couple visions that came through like full-on color vision of like me lying on the change table and a couple in my uh crib which i would have been you know but those are in there like i would have been so so young i don't even know how young but um all of that and even your past lives is in there yeah, yeah it's just about uncovering it yeah and knowing where to look yeah yeah and how how you how it works for you because you're unique too. Only yeah. Brian knows how to uncover it, and only Brian will be able to know what's true and what's not true because mm -hmm. nobody else has lived your lives. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just living my life right now. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. So I think too, one thing that the idea of like healing this um, is that sometimes you can be carrying like a lower vibration from your past life that could be very much stuck energy um, and is kind of creating this like certain type of karma to keep coming up in your life. What it's something, I guess we've kind of already mentioned this one, something that you don't need to keep repeating. Yeah. 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 You've learned whatever yeah, you've learned, you've learned in that life. And if you have access to that knowledge that you has lived those things, you don't have to keep repeating them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that like past lives is like, I don't know, say you're like an alcoholic in this life because that's just an easy example like you probably mm -hmm. were in your past life and maybe yeah one life you just wake up and you won't be one because you broke that cycle yeah in the life before yeah yeah, yeah. you know as long as you acknowledge that you did like well yeah some people could could get that you know 15 years old it hits that's when you were an alcoholic in your past life yeah and you just uh, brought that into your present mm -hmm. and made it this life as well and until you went back and realized shit i've already done this some people yeah some of us can 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 just not repeat cycles and that's fine but there's you know plenty of us that repeat many cycles over our lifetimes or yeah that we don't need to yeah well and that's getting into the karma part right yeah the, um uh karma is basically that setting up of selfish action so mm -hmm. i need you to do something f so that i'll feel better that kind of that way of acting so lisa in one life you made me mad i killed you so mm -hmm. in the next life very simplistic you decide or you, you you get really mad at me to kill me so that we can see what it feels like for each of us mm -hmm. to be on the other Bring side balance. right and if you don't remember those past lives or you don't want to remember them um we're set up in a way that um you will repeat those patterns until you get it um, not that every life you'll be the murderer or being murdered, but you will experience hardships in some way where someone will hurt you or you'll get a physical ailment in a spot where maybe you were stabbed in another life or um, what's another example? Yeah, that's that's sort of what I was trying to explain was yeah. being an alcoholic, but I feel like your examples are much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but alcohol, that works too, right? Because yeah. that's a form of that's avoidance. That's a as well, And too. a form of avoidance. So mm -hmm. if you're always like stealing um, something from like stores, maybe yeah. Yeah, someone will steal something from you. That yeah. That means a lot to you. you know? Yeah. I don't know. And it, there's a, there's a, this back and forth opposite sides all the time until yeah. you get it yeah exactly yeah. yeah and then you pick your soul family like um i had this one astrologer i like how he said it because it just makes me laugh it's okay i need to learn this in my life before i'm born yeah i've learned over this i need this over here now so who wants to be the person that comes in and say the rips my heart rips out my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and you go me up yeah. in the coffee shop in the the the, the, the this coffee room in the sky yeah, yeah. i'll do it for you <laughs> now and you know it's so funny because that just resonates so well because you have these people that come into your life and it's almost like the only purpose that they had was to just hurt you or like you know or or yeah. something along those lines or just to do something maybe horrible but it's like in the higher perspective it's weird to say but you asked for it or that it was designed in order to help you heal or balance out something that you needed to to heal or balance out yeah 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 
And I feel like most of what we're being offered as humans and our experiences is, is to show us that we have power within ourselves. We don't have to go outside of ourselves to get that power. Mm. We get to, so the more we feel the fr uh, restriction of freedoms, like we're, the more we feel like we can't do something and we break out of that, mm. the more you work on your fears that hold you back, the more you can be unrestricted. Yeah. The more the karma stuff goes away and you count on yourself now. Yeah. Yeah. And this goes as far as too, like we're talking about past lives, but you know, past versions of yourself also. Mm -hmm. Like I know for me sometimes um, I'll get like an emotion or I'll get this feeling. It's like, wow, I haven't felt that since I was 20. Like the heck is going on? Um, like why am I feeling a sense that I had when I was 16? Like, and sometimes those parts of yourself come up and all they're looking for is just acknowledgement. And I know that there's past versions of myself that I still like, I don't even want to say hate, but you just have this like, dis, you just don't like them. You're like, why was I like that? But then the last thing that you need to do is reject that part yeah. of yourself. Yeah. But, um, so, so it's a natural thing to want to be like, oh, that was just, that was bad me. So I'm just going to. Ignore it, you know, yeah. I'm just going to ignore it, but it'll come up and all it really wants is just to be acknowledged and loved because that's probably all it was looking for in the first place. Mm -hmm. Why the behavior was there, whatever it was, but yeah. um, just like a past life, acknowledging that a, a past version of yourself is just as cathartic to your present self. Right. Like how many people, so how many people have a past life where they're this great mat, like perfect person right yeah people most of the, on my past life i was the queen of this or i did yeah. that yeah nobody talks about being the murderer <laughs> no yeah no and it, it's okay like yeah to acknowledge those parts of yourself or whatever wrong you did you know you only knew what you knew back then and especially in a different lifetime like mm -hmm. think about if you're 10 lifetimes ahead of the one you're remembering like of course you know more now yeah, yeah. if you're stealing money from you know or robbing banks or whatever you were doing like <laughs> you know 10 lifetimes later you might know a little better than that so it's okay yeah but yeah 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 it's <laughs> it's fascinating even like a person you were yesterday could be still living their life you know in another yeah parallel universe in a past life I love that. Oh, that's a good one. I know. That's <laughs> really like deep, that's, Brian. Yeah, because so this talks about like your trajectory. Yeah. And I know we're kind of getting off a bit of past lives, but so if you made this decision A and you, or you have a choice between A and B and part of you goes down A and part yeah. of you goes down B, all of a sudden there's this energy split and you're living two lives yeah. all at once. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh, there's millions of choices you can make in any given moment, right? Yeah. I think that's why we're, we're uh, like so much energy cords around where it feels like there's so much going on is because mm. people are always living down two decisions in their head, right? Well, we make yeah. a lot of our choices based out of our head when the choices are meant to come from our hearts. Because yeah. in our hearts, there's always one answer. Yeah. yeah. There's always an 100% what you want it's the mind that makes up these different avenues to mm -hmm. take um <laughs> and i think it, that's cool because that takes us to like different realities depending on what we consciously or what we sorry mindful like use our mind to choose as opposed to our heart can take us to two different places mm -hmm. so it's 
Yeah, it's pretty vital. Yeah, well, I was just thinking about like who you said, like who you used to be, like mm-hmm. even like mm-hmm. ten years ago or five years mm-hmm. ago. That's I don't know. I just feel like that person's out there still mm-hmm. living their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's really cool. To think Hanging about. out in the Akashic records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even and just. And they can they their mindset and whoever they were can still be accessed if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because there is only now. There's never a past or a future. It's always a now. Yeah. So you always have access to all the yeah. nows you've ever experienced. Yeah. Wow. Pretty profound, Brian. <laughs> I, like I feel that. like it's your idea. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, then you, you just put it. my signature on the end of it. No, no, no. You said it. Oh, okay. You got some, <laughs> you got some deep thoughts I'll up take there, the Brian. Credit. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> um, so I had some signs. I guess we're... Yeah, so I had some signs of just signs. that you've experienced past lives. Before. We've all experienced past lives. Um, sorry, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, oh man, this brain. So some signs. Yes. Okay, some signs. <laughs> some signs. Um, this is a sign. Right oh, now. okay. Reoccurring dreams. So like, not just something that like subconsciously is coming up. So not like this like nightmare that you like. Usually nightmares and stuff are subconscious, trying to work something out. But just a reoccurring dream of a certain place or something that you've been to. And I know what I know as a kid, I used to have this dream that I would always try to describe to my dad about this place that we went to. He never had any idea what I was talking about. Yeah. And I can hardly remember it. It's sort of there. But he used to always tell him or I would tell him about this house, too, with these white walls. And he was like, you've never been there. And I, I remember having that as a kid. There's a, a couple books out there, too, of kids who have told their parents about their lives yeah. before. Yeah. And uh, I I forget the name but there's a particular boy who swore that he died in world war ii yeah and, yeah. Yeah. and he yeah, went to find his friend we yeah. were just watching okay that. yeah yeah i think that's amazing we watched a documentary about it did we too yeah he was just that. like a little boy in it like no, i remember the like story i just don't remember four years old he started having like nightmares of crashing in an yeah. airplane mm-hmm. and then um yeah, he even he, knew his old name and everything. And yeah, like, they found like the, the archive. They found like yeah. the yeah, and they found the guy that he served with, his friend. Yeah. in mm-hmm. that life was still alive in this life. Yeah, I know, right? And so Crazy. oftentimes it is yeah. experienced a lot with children. They don't have to go back and access it. It's just still here. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one was out, out of place memories. So something that doesn't really make sense um for this current life like that yeah. doesn't really fit into the this like the story of your life right now what do you mean <laughs> like a memory that doesn't like really make sense or that like doesn't have people that are in your life right now you know so how can you what do you how can you have a memory of because we're talking about people. past lives oh okay yeah, so this is how we forgot. Um, <laughs> well, this no, is how but... we know signs of past lives. It's just yeah. like some people have like a memory of, you know, an Uncle Jim, and it's like you've never had an Uncle Jim. You mean like that house you used yes, to see? Yeah. Yes, I, I used just, to walk in know. this house. It's just so, I don't know. I wish I had memories like that, but I don't, I can't yeah. think of any, It only came back to me when I was reading this. Yeah. I completely forgot about this, but um, deja vu. Some people claim mm-hmm. that that's actually... Past yeah. life or parallel lives, which, mm-hmm. you know. I get that sometimes. Yeah. Um, Freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had it in a lot of years. A lot as a kid, though. Yeah. It's like you're yeah. shown in your dreams what's going to happen next, and then yes. you get to that moment, and it's like, Ooh. I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
The mm. other thing that I thought was really cool is strong empathic abilities. And the reason why this can be a sign of past lives, besides like trauma and things that make people empaths like mm -hmm. in current lives, but just mm -hmm. it can be a sign that a soul has undergone many previous lifetimes. So they have a really good basis of being able to understand other mm. people because they've experienced so many lifetimes. So mm -hmm. if you are strongly empathic, it, it's a sign that you've, you're, you're an older soul. soul. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, precognition, which you just said, when you kind of mm. see something happening. Oh, the deja vu thing? Or. Well, kind of like. Um, once I had a like... dream that I was going to have an. I was going to get an A on this test. And then I went to school like three days later and I had the experience of getting the A and it was exactly like it was. Yeah, but maybe you were just a smart kid. <laughs> maybe, but that's the only time it's ever happened to me. I don't even know why it was important. But... Yeah. Who um, dreams about getting an A on a test, too, I guess. Yeah. You had dreams of it? <laughs> no, that's what you said, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. dreamt, and it went no, I'm just down saying, exactly how... kind of a random dream to get. It just seems very, like, boring, you know? I know. I know. Of all the precognition dreams, yeah. I didn't save anybody's lives. I didn't, like... I just dreamt of getting an A, and yeah. I did. <laughs> but it was the way that it happened, and how the teacher, like, was walking to me with the test, and um, retrocognition. I can't remember what that is retrocognition i would think that's like think um experiencing oh, history right? yes like, seeing things like from world war ii that you weren't even alive yeah from world war II. yeah 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 well in this lifetime but yeah. yeah um yeah we already said this great affinity for certain cultures time periods or mm -hmm. environments like mm -hmm. i don't know i've always loved the 1950s like obsessed with it like all through my teens and I mean, even now i listen to that music a lot yeah yeah, I've always, I don't know, something about World War II has just always fascinated me. Yeah? And just, like, world history in general. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, I could, I, could, I could care less about world, I, I think it's interesting. I didn't know what the Berlin Wall was, <laughs> I thought it was a monument. Yeah. Um, but it's just cool how we just carry it these things, though. It is technically a monument. <laughs> yeah, I thought, it, it, the it Great is, Wall of China, I was like, still a wall. Yeah. I didn't know it was for something. Didn't you think it was like a tourist <laughs> attraction? <laughs> to be honest, you, you guys, that wall went down before you were either, you were born, yeah. so. Yeah, it's just fascinating, like, it's so cool that we come, like, programmed with these things that we're interested in, and some people are interested in them, and some people yeah Art, yeah you know so I'm, yeah your affinity towards something so what brian likes is the music yeah something about having heavy beats yeah um the world history yeah all that kind of stuff are your clues to the types of lives yeah you, that you're experiencing now because i think we've lived a lot of lives so it'd be a lot to experience all of them all at once but those are your clues that help you as your soul your soul develop in mm -hmm. this life yeah yeah uh, yeah. Un unexplored, unexplained fears or phobias, which we kind of oh, touched on yeah. at the beginning. I don't know. Say so you're absolutely terrified of tinfoil. And it's like you've never <laughs> even had an experience with tinfoil that's those, traumatizing. But Remember those like episodes of Mari? They'd have like that. Yes. <laughs> of Mori? Did you ever watch Mori? The, no. Oh. Someone's like yeah. terrified of chalk and they bring out like a bowl of chalk and people are like <laughs> running like back. <laughs> yeah. There was a tinfoil around. Yeah. yeah. Maury Povich? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Before, was just... before he did that. Yeah, yeah all the father stuff. Yeah. I or like watching. giant babies. Like he used to do really cool shows <laughs> and then he just all became paternity. I've always been terrified of needles, but I feel like that's a pretty like, uh, 
I don't know, rational fear? Yeah. 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 I, I definitely, like yeah. I'm just going to, like, open my door and there's going to be a needle there waiting for me to try to get me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but was, and know. it could have been something that happened in childhood, I just too. Feel it, yeah. Maybe it was a junkie in a past life. Maybe. It just came to me. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, if you guys had a life when you guys were like 50, early, like the 1950s, 60s, 70s, yeah. right? If that's what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I feel like that's the music I like the most. Like, the music that, like, I feel deep. And that's way before, like, mm-hmm. my lifetime now. Mm-hmm. Sure, I grew up with an older dad. Like, definitely he listened to that. Mm-hmm. So it's probably pre-programmed into this lifetime. But maybe I chose... A dad that mm-hmm. had that because, mm-hmm. yeah, I um. Sorry. It's definitely cool to to think about what it is. Yeah. It's like we're losing train of thought. Here. I am. Yeah. I'm Do you have any I'm questions, just, Brian? I'm just enjoying myself. Comments. Are you? Do you have any questions? Juice? Questions or comments? Questions. Not at the moment. No. Come back to me, please. Um, well, we're ending the podcast. Oh, minutes, so. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Can you think of any past lives? Yeah, it's just the one that I told you with you that I... Oh, yeah. I, I had this one other moment one any day others? when I was sitting and this song played this, like, it was a singing bowl, but it just, like, donged, like the singing bowl when they mm-hmm. hit it. Mm-hmm. And my eyes were closed and I saw that I was, like, standing there with, like, two children like underneath my arms and I looked off and I was looking over top of a valley and there was trees and this giant mushroom cloud of like an atomic bomb sort of like mm-hmm. went off and it, and I remember wow. just like feeling like so I was scared but there was almost like this weird peace that we knew it was happening and I was just kind of like holding the kids again like all I got was a split moment of just seeing that bomb but again it was kind of like just you from the, the noise of that uh, singing bowl? Yeah. Sound bowl? My, my eyes just happened to be closed. And that actually, that, that uh, song is called Soul Lives or something. Okay. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, interesting. But, um, yeah. yeah, and I just knew that I was standing there with kids and that, like, we were about to die, basically. It's like, uh, what's that? Pavlov's dogs? What's that word? Oh, like, like the a... um, condition? Yeah. Yeah, classical conditioning. Yeah. Like you heard that and it just like triggered something in your brain <laughs> yeah. to like Pass remember it. that. Yeah. The yeah. sound vibration, it depends on the vibration. It'll open mm. up, especially if you're starting to go into meditative state and someone yeah. rings one of those bells. Yeah. It's like it opens up something. Something. It, yeah. something expands. So you were able to see something. Yeah, I have no idea where it was yeah. either, but it felt very warish. Like there was some sort of something that um, I feel like we were about was, to die. So it could have yeah, been. Yeah, I did think I was gonna die, and we, I was just standing there. See, with a mushroom two kids. cloud is not normally good. No, and it was. I don't know how far away. It wasn't too far away, but it right. was pretty far. But it was. It was coming. These things are powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was, it was a animal. Yeah, I think so. That wasn't just like a normal explosion. It was a giant cloud. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the only other one. Just other inklings I've had, and the one with like you that's just been unlocked, but. Other than that, no. Yeah. But I haven't tried. I haven't really dubbed into it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, can you think of any dreams that you've had that have come, like, true? I 
feel like you're very in touch with that kind of stuff, Janet. <laughs> uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't usually remember a lot of my dreams. Yeah. Um, I'll wake up with a notion that I knew something or mm. um, that there was this one thing. I know, I know something's going to happen and I, I'll know by the end of April. Like, I'll just know, right? Yeah. But I won't remember I was what given was. it, but I don't remember it when I wake up. Yeah. Um, I usually, for myself to recall things, I have to be consciously aware that I want to recall it, and then it takes a while for it to come in. Yeah. For myself, anyway, right? Like, yeah. But I find, like, our own stuff takes a little longer for us to trust that that's what we're here to do or what we're here to see. Sometimes we can see other people's... Yeah, it's always advice for others, not yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You can't smell your own B.O. Yeah. That's what Sagiru yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> you always smell everybody else's, but you can't smell your own. That's, that's right, true. though. It's true. It's so accurate. That's why it's our stuff. Yeah. Smell <laughs> your own. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That feels pretty good. For how long was our it? Our topic today. Well, because you don't ask how long it is, we're still recording. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Time's yeah, flying. It feels like ten winging. minutes. We're winging it. Yeah, I was just gonna add on too. If you guys are still listening, uh, we're still <laughs> <laughs> we're still accepting any sort of questions you wanted to send in. I put my I put my uh, email address in the show notes, and um, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're all getting a little punch drunk. We here. are. We are. It's oh, 8 20 on a Friday night. Yes. We, we just passed our bedtime. Platter of sushi. So, all right. Well, thank you, Brian, for thank being you. on this special episode. Janet, Lisa. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Brian thank and you. Lisa. We I'll show myself the door. Yeah. Yeah. You can leave now. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.